0: Grand Rising, my friends. Welcome back to the Rising Podcast. Today, I'm going to do a quick special episode talking about the astrology transits and energy themes of the month of September. It has been a while since I've done something like this. And to be honest, the reason why I haven't done it in a long time is because I took a break for for a little bit to doing any sort of forecasting because I used to do a forecast every month. And I was kind of reevaluating where I wanted to go with that. Because, well, first of all, to be honest with you, it's actually a lot of time to prepare and to organize and to promote. And we were, I was doing it with um, a collaborator, and we were doing it live. And then we moved on to Zoom. And anyway, it just ended up being so much work. And I wasn't sure at the end of the day, honestly, if it was beneficial. I didn't know if I wanted to promote this, because there are certain transits that I find are so quick to happen. Like if Mercury is doing a, a transit or something like that, it's so quick to happen that it's it's not necessarily being felt, you know? And so I, I started to question. And, and if you know me, um, if you've been following my content for a while, like I don't talk about anything or I don't share any content that I don't feel confident in and that I have seen it to be true. So as a Taurus... I need tangible proof out of something in order to be able to talk about it or to share or, you know, share my thoughts on it. And with certain transits, it's like it was just happening so fast that I was not necessarily seeing the results of that. And because of that, I was like, what's the point, you know? And the other thing is that in the, in, in my practice, I've also been exploring a lot the idea of forecasting and quote unquote, predicting the future. And I know some astrologers will do that. And that was not the the path I wanted to go into. So I had to re-question what I was doing with forecasting. And so... You may have heard me talk about this in previous episodes, I've done a couple of episodes on this, and there's one specifically where I talk about free will versus destiny, and that's where the clarity has started to come through around, I don't want to be predicting anything. That's not what I want to use astrology for. I want to use astrology as a tool to help t- to, to help you get to know yourself better. So the first thing is autology. You know, you hear me talk about autology more and more. That's the study of the self. So that's what I use astrology and numerology for. That's the first thing. The second thing, if I use it for transits reasons, like understanding the current flow of energy, it is in accordance with the law of rhythm. It is to bring awareness on what type of energy you're into. And it's more about, I guess in a way it is looking at the future, but it's not about making predictions. It's about getting ready for the waves and the rhythm. So, you know, it has to do with the law of rhythm more than it is about prediction. So if you have an idea of the kind of rhythm that is ahead of you, if you have a low a, a low flow of energy, um, if there's are certain focus that are being brought up those things are helpful to understand where you're at in life for example in numerology my last podcast episode was about um the nine-year cycle understanding where you're at in the cycle is so helpful to understand what you're going through the kind of challenges that you're going through the kind of questioning that you're going through and help you make better decisions or not make decisions or you know just to realign yourself according to what you're going through in your life, the kind, of, the kind of themes that you're experiencing. So that's why I'm slowly experiencing with bringing back the idea of forecasting in my practice. But I might even try to find a different way of, of saying forecasting because forecasting is still trying to predict the future and that's not what I'm about. I'm about exposing the flow of energy exposing the law of rhythm and helping you align with that so that's what I've been doing by re-implementing the monthly forecast and I've been doing it as a workshop model so rather than just me shouting a bunch of a bunch of information I've been opening this workshop container invite people in and share the astrology astrology transits and energy themes of the month ahead and then teaching the participants how to read their own chart with the transits that are coming up and then how to plan their next month accordingly with their personal intentions and the personal transits that they have coming up so if you want to know more about um, the next workshops that i have for future months you can go on my website and go check out the monthly forecast workshop I'll put the link in the show notes as well, and you can sign up for those. But for this episode, I wanted to give you a little bit of an overview of what is coming up this September and reflecting a little bit on what we've gone through the past, the past month. So maybe this will bring awareness on, you know, what you've been experiencing lately. Cause the month of September is actually very interesting. I find anyway. <laughs> so, First of all, the key transits that we're going to talk about, if you want to note them down, we have Venus stationing direct after being retrograde for like about two and a half months. Well, no, two months. Um, Venus stationing direct on September 3rd. So only in a couple of dates, a couple of days for now. from now. After being retrograde for two months, Venus will go direct. And then Jupiter goes retrograde on September 4th. And that lasts for a couple of months. Uh, when an outer planet goes retrograde, it's always longer than than the personal planets. So Jupiter retrograde on September 4th. Then Mercury stations direct after being retrograde for three weeks. So Mercury stations direct on September 15th. And then we have the sidereal Lahiri uh, Virgo season starting on September 17th. So, yeah, in sidereal astrology, it is not um, it is not Virgo season yet. And then we're not going to go into Libra season until October. We are starting Virgo season <laughs> on September 17th. So as we're listening to this um, before then, it's still Leo season, thankfully. <laughs> so let's dive into this. So first of all, the numerology. Of the month is a seven universal month if you have seen my post on instagram i talk about this the seven is a number of deep introspection so that is actually the theme of the month is deep istro- introspection and the reevaluation of our beliefs and our convictions so definitely been seeing this this theme coming up over and over again i feel like there's going to be a lot of depth on evaluating our thoughts, our belief, and all of that in the month of September. So, <laughs> yeah, going to be fun to go inwards. Um, so, the number seven, as I mentioned, definitely really good for analyzing things. Some, seven is very intellectual, and it's really good at observing, analyzing things. That's why it tends to be a, a number that is a little bit more... Um, that is a little bit more solo, like it's a a lone wolf a little bit, um, just because there's so much introspection happening. So it could be like that this month for you, that's how it could be felt. Um, And by the way, what's interesting about the month of September is that it's actually a deeper reflection of the theme that we're going through for the year of 2023, and that is always the case for september and this is some numerology lingual here because the nine will always reduce to the same number it's paired with so if i explain this you know i'm gonna geek out a little bit so hopefully this makes sense but whatever number you pair with a nine it will always reduce to that same number so that's why we call that's why we say that the nine is an amplifier because it just amplifies any number that it's paired with. So if you take 3, for example, you put a 9 and a 3 together, okay? So take the number 93. The numerology of 93 would go back to a 3 because 3 plus 9 is 12. Then you, if you reduce that, what's 1 plus 3? Uh, 1 plus 2, 12. 1 plus 2, that's 3. So you go back to a 3 and put that with whatever number that you want. You can put, um, let's say... 49 goes back to a 4. 4 plus 9 is um, 13. And then 1 plus 3 is 4. So whatever number you pair with a 9, it's always going to go back to the original original number. Now, why I give you this mini lesson on numerology is because the number 9, which is the 9th month, is September. The number 9 always reduces to the same number it's paired with. So when we do the numerology of the month, we would do the year plus the month. So 2023, if you add it all together, that's a 7. And then 7 plus 9 will be 16. And then 1 plus 6 is 7. So that's why the numerology of of the month of September is actually the same of the year and that will be the case for every year last year was a six year and then September last year was a six month so September is always a deeper look into whatever theme the universal year is all about so that's a collective thing it's not necessarily a personal thing um could be felt on a personal basis, but just saying that everyone is going through that seven energy at the same time. So, this month being a seven universal month for everyone just embraces that number seven. So, maybe you've already be- been feeling like it's been like this for you in 2023, where you had a lot of introspection going on, and that is even deeper, even more the case in September. Okay, so. Numerology lesson over here. Now, moving on to the transits. So we're just coming out of so many planets going retrograde, but specifically we have two personal planets. When personal planets, so the the personal planets are Sun, Moon, um, Mercury, Venus, and Mars, and technically the Sun and the Moon will not go retrograde. So specifically Venus, Mercury, and Mars, when they go retrograde, it is felt on such a more intense level because they are personal to us. While the outer planets are a bit, they're slower, they're further, they're more influencing longer term things, rather than the personal planets are closer to us, they are faster and so we are feeling them more intensely on a day-to-day basis. So having both Mercury and Venus retrograding at the same time definitely is bringing a lot. And I've heard so many stories of that, especially Venus retrograde. My gosh, I've heard so many stories about people going through relationship stuff or, you know, going back. And that's the thing too, because the planet is going retrograde. Um, Venus, for example, Venus is, is relationships, but also money. Those two themes are the two biggest things associated with Venus. When Venus is retrograding, Um, it means that it's going backwards. So that means that those themes in your life are felt like they're going backwards. So it's often like you are reviewing things from the past related to those things. So with Venus, we are reviewing things about our relationships. So I've heard so many stories of people that have had deep reflections about past relationships So it's a really interesting transit to go through. And it's a two-month long, I mean, yeah, a month and a half, actually, Um, long transit. Because it started at the end of July, and it's now just finishing at early September. So there's lots to review with Venus retrograde. And those are two very sensitive topics, right? Like relationships and money. Those things are not easy to look at all the time. So... Yeah, now that it's stationing direct on September 3rd, when the planet actually goes direct, it's always very interesting. So pay attention around September 3rd, what is coming up, because it could feel like there's some form of resolution or moving forward from those themes that you've experienced in that retrograde. Because when the planet goes direct or that it stations retrograde, actually, it's actually when that planet is closer to the Earth and it will be slower, so its power is much more intense on us. So the themes of that planet will be felt more intensely. So Venus qualities, relationship, money, beauty, um, it could be your sense of self-worth, it could be you know your, your physical appearance and things like that. All of that would be felt more intensely, so reflecting on that much deeper. But with everything that we've been reviewing over the month and a half... Maybe you're going to feel on September 3rd that this is finally moving forward, you know? So you can expect, um, just pay attention to what is coming up for you around that. And yeah, that's that's what I would say. Let me know. I I always love to hear stories and it helps me dive deeper into those transits and understand them better so that I can share better content afterwards around that. So it's always nice to hear people's stories on... Just experiencing the transits. So Venus stationing direct on September 3rd. And then Jupiter goes retrograde the next day. So on September 4th. And I'll have to review my notes. I know it's a couple of months. Um, I don't remember exactly until when it is retrograde. But I would imagine it's something like January 2024. But don't quote me on that. I just I know that it's a couple of months for sure. Um, so with Jupiter going retrograde... Jupiter represents our teachings, our spiritual perspectives, and like growth, expansion, all of that. So Jupiter going retrograde is definitely challenging our beliefs or reevaluating our beliefs. You know, something that I realized lately that I actually find very interesting is that Well, I mean, it's obviously not a coincidence, but (laughs) Um, in Sanskrit, so in Vedic astrology, Jupiter, the name of the planet, is actually Guru. And what is a Guru? Well, it's a form of teacher, leader, you know, someone you look up to, I guess. So I thought that was really interesting because that's exactly the energy of Jupiter, right? So that's why everything that is related to um our teachings and our vision of the world and our knowledge, all of that is what will be under review over the next couple of months. So it starts on September 4th. So that's why, you know, and that's going to be interesting because it's actually going to be the rest of 2023 that will be... Actually, you know what? It may be going direct in December now. I think I remember seeing that. But... Again, I'll have to double check. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I'm pretty sure Jupiter goes direct in, at the end of December. So it's literally going to be until the end of the year. So the next couple of months will be all about reevaluating our perspective of the world, our beliefs, and all of that. So that's a really interesting one to... Dive into, but on top of that, that period of time where Mercury is still retrograde until half of the of, until mid September, Mercury is the planet of communication and the intellect and learning things. So, that paired with Jupiter retrograde, definitely that two weeks period of time will be heavy on. Revaluating our thoughts, revaluating our beliefs. So, if you're doing some form of inner work, I would say the month of September is really powerful for that. So, yeah, when Mercury stations direct on September 15th, then afterwards it's moving forward. And actually, something else I wanted to mention around the idea of revaluating your thoughts, something else that's happening. It's September, and it's something slightly, and I typically wouldn't necessarily mention those kind of transits, but just for the sake of this, I find, I find this interesting. Um, the planet Mercury, so when it's retrograding, the way that we perceive it from Earth's perspective, so it's not actually going backwards. Right, Look, The planet is not actually moving backwards, but from the Earth's perspective, because of the speed that we move at compared to Mercury, um, from Earth's perspective, it just does like a little loop in the sky and so we see it as if it's going backwards and because of that loop that it's doing when it stations direct and when it stations retrograde those are two peaks where the the motion of the planet the speed of the planet is slowing down a lot where it's almost almost um uh, what's the word like it's not moving I forget the word. <laughs> Please excuse my French mind. And so in that period of time when it's not moving, um, well, two things happen. One, its power is actually amplified. Vedic astrology actually are, are strong on that. They say that when a planet is stationed, um, it's just, you know, its power is amplified. But the other thing too is that um, it, if you look at it on a chart it will stay around the same degrees for longer periods of time than it typically would because typically mercury would be super fast going through one sign but now it's kind of hovering around the same degrees for an extended period of time that's why it's actually staying in leo for much longer than usual because it's be- because of the slower speed that it's at right now so i was looking at this and you know it's going to retrograde back until about mid Leo, early Leo. And once it starts moving forward again, it's gonna get closer to doing a a trine with Jupiter and Uranus that are in Aries. So a trine is when you it form like a it forms like a triangle um to the other planets. And it's typically in a sign that is the same element. So because Leo is fire, Mercury is in Leo. And then it's doing a trine to Jupiter and Uranus, which are also in a fire sign in Aries. Well, there's a, a flow of energy going on there. It's like those planets are connecting and supporting each other to move forward. And so Jupiter being growth, expansion, all of that, also stationing retrograde with... um, And then Mercury also doing a trine with Uranus, which is also retrograde, and... Um, the, Uranus is the planet of like disruption you know so it's really interesting that it's it has done that trine already before it went um, retrograde and then now it's retrograding back moving forward again and then hitting Jupiter and Uranus like this and so It's like amplifying our thoughts, our beliefs, our ideas, our convictions. And then disrupting them at the same time with the Uranus energy. And it's actually interesting too because, well, now the planets are going backwards. But eventually Jupiter and Uranus will get closer and closer together. So there's definitely lots of disruption happening with that. Um, I think they're going to meet in tour still but anyways um yeah so all of that to say there's lots of disruption of thoughts patterns going on in september lots of introspection everything like the main theme that we see is like deep exploration of our thoughts so that's happening as well now the next thing that we are going through is virgo season so starting on September 17th, um, Mars is already in Virgo. So we already have some Virgo energy until the end of the month. And yeah, it's moving in early October. Um, so we already have some Virgo energy. Mars is the planet of action. So we're already feeling like we're reorganizing things, like an- like acting from a more analytical place rather than being impulsive about things or anything like that. Um Mars is helping us just reorganize a couple of things and acting from an organized and analytical place, and then the sun moving in Virgo it's also gonna shed a deeper light onto that. So I always love Virgo season honestly because it's like after the summer is over, and then you know you feel like you parted all summer and then you come back to your to your routines like you come back to okay, school is starting again for the kids um you know, maybe there are certain habits that you need to, it's like pace is picking up again to your regular life. And Virgo season is like helping you getting organized for that. It's like looking at your health again, looking at your habits, looking at how you organize things. And tip as well, look in your chart, which house is associated with those transits. So for example, look look which house is associated with Virgo just to see what part of life is going to get illuminated for you to get organized in. So that's a great tip to learn to interpret the transits for yourself. And that's something that I teach deeper about in my monthly forecast workshops as well. So I wanted to give you an idea of what was going on. I would love to hear your stories, hear your feedback. And, yeah, I wish you a beautiful month of September, my friend. Check out the School of Etology podcast as well. There's more and more information that is coming out over there. I've started with sharing the information about each of the numbers in numerology. So you can look for the number one and the number two already. So there's going to be more and more content coming out on the School of Etology podcast, which I'm very excited about. Uh, And... Yeah, I'll talk to you soon.